and welcome to Friends and Family, the podcast where I sit down with my family and talk about friends. I'm Troy. I'm Kenna. Katie. Alright, we can't waste any time. Sorry, blame the husband. No time can be wasted. No time. Got no so, time. let's jump right into it here. We're going to talk about Season 2, Episode 14, The One with the Prom Video. This originally aired February 1st, 1996, directed by the legendary James Burroughs, and has an IMDb rating of 9.3 out of 10. It is a good one. That's, it's, that's a high rating, yeah. It's like the highest we've had, I think. Mm-hmm. It's a classic episode. Mm-hmm. And before we get into it, I'm just going to go ahead and say that, Kenna, I bet you're going to have a few things to say about this episode. Yeah. Correct? Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> All right, that being said, uh, let's hop into our summary, if you would please. Okay, Ross and Monica have a visit with their parents so that Monica can ask for some money because she's still out of a job. Mm-hmm. Ross and Rachel are back to their antics, and Phoebe tries to help Ross this time. Joey gives Chandler a friendship bracelet, and Chandler hates it, insults it, and loses it. He sure does. All right. So, um, we're in Chandler and Joey's apartment. Chandler's playing foosball by himself. Joey comes in. Joey says, hey. Chandler says, hey, hold on a second. Shoots a goal. Huh? Huh? He's very impressed. Um, Joey says, I've got something for you. And he hands Chandler an envelope. Chandler asks, what's this? Joey says, 812 bucks. Woo! It's a lot of money. (laughs) I want to know the math on that, too. Like, how did he... Well, not just the math, but I want the comparison to $800 now and $800 in the 90s. Because it's different. Eight hundred dollars and ninety six. I wonder what that would be. I'm guessing close to it'd be like I don't know a thousand dollars today. Maybe. I bet. Not good at math. I don't know. Oh, just guessing. Um. So Chandler says, "Well, I know I don't know what Big Leon told you, but it's an even thousand if you want me for the whole night." Then he asks, what is this for? Joey says, well, I'm making money now. And this is paying you back for headshots, electric bills, and so many slices of pizza I can't even count. He goes, I love you, man. I have a figure. Yeah. So in 1995, mm-hmm. which is not going to be that different to 96, it's almost $1,600. Wow. Okay. In today's money. Nice. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Um... Chandler says, well, thanks, man. Now I can get my pony. Um, which, by the way, I think a pony would cost a little more than $812. But <laughs> Just saying. Um, so Joey says, hey, this is a little extra something for always being there for me. And he hands Chandler a jewelry box. Um, Chandler says, why? Well, I don't know what to say. He opens the box and pulls out an incredibly gaudy gold bracelet. He says, wow, I know what to say. 
Joey says, huh? What do you say? Chandler says, I don't know. It's a bracelet. Joey says, isn't it? And it's engraved, too. Check it out. Chandler reads, to my best bud. Then he puts it back in the case. He says, thanks, best bud. <laughs> Joey says, put it on. Says, oh, Chandler says, oh, now? And he puts, his desk, puts it in his desk drawer. No, no. I think something this nice should be safe for a special occasion. That's when he sets a chair in front of the drawer. Joey says, no, no, that's the beauty. That's the beauty part. It goes with everything. He gets the bracelet out. You put this on, you're good to go. Um, Chandler, oh, he puts it on. Um, he says, oh, man, you are so wearing that bracelet. Chandler says, I so am. Joey asks, you have any idea what this will do to your sex life? Chandler says, well, it'll probably slow me down at first, but once I get used to the extra weight, I'll be back on track. Um, have you guys ever been given a gift where you have to had to pretend to like it, but really was like mm. my baptism dress? <laughs> well, there you go. Wow, I'm still bitter about it to this day. It was pink with a big pink flower. <laughs> Try to in remember the, that in the religion that I was baptized into. It's a white dress and i want generally i yes. wanted that white dress and i didn't get it <laughs> yeah katie what about you uh no. Oh. no okay i appreciate everything everybody gives me oh, all right i'm trying to think um This will sound weird, but I remember one Christmas, my dad gave me, because he knew I was into, like, superheroes and stuff, a single, solitary comic book. One comic book. <laughs> it wasn't It wasn't in, like, you know, plastic or anything like that. It looked fairly used. And it was a Fantastic Four comic book, which I've never been a fan of, Fantastic Four, really. <laughs> Like, here you go. One comic book. Thanks, cool. Dad. Thanks. Thanks a lot. To this day, I think that's the only Fantastic Four comic book I have. You still kept it? I think it's around here somewhere, yeah. I Even if I get something I don't like, I may not use it. Yeah. <laughs> It'll sit somewhere, but... But you won't get rid of it or anything? I can't. Really? Guilt tells me no. The same person also gave me snake skin, gray and black snake skin cowboy boots. Woo. When I asked for Vans. <laughs> that's, that's the same. That's, that's some class right there. I took them back. And I got Vans. Good. Good for you. <laughs> uh, clearly, whoever was, and I think I have an idea who, they know you so well. Who? Clearly. His mother. Ah, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can see that. Okay. She's like, oh, she'll rock these snake yeah, yeah, skin yeah. boots. And for anybody listening, no, not Jaden's mother. No, 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 no. Our grandmother. Um. Okay, so now, after the opening titles, we're in a scene in a kitchen somewhere. Monica's interviewing for a job. Um, which, before we get into it, I just want to comment on this kitchen. It's gross. Did you look at this kitchen? No. 
Yes, and being in food. I think it's because I've never worked in food. Being in food, there's so many. I'm like, oh, no, no. I've never worked in food either, but I've watched a lot of kitchen nightmares. Gordon Ramsay would not be happy with this kitchen. Number one, the fridges they have are like stained on the front. Mm -hmm. Number two, there are vegetables just out. Hanging around. Number three, there's just like piles of bread loaves, like store-bought bread loaves. Now, any restaurant (laughs) worth its salt is making its own bread, you would think, right? Yeah. It's a gross restaurant, which makes sense considering the food pervert that runs it. (laughs) So, speaking of which, uh, the interviewer says... uh, Yeah, Monica's interviewing for a job. He says, well, this all looks good. Speaking about a resume, which we get our first guest star of the episode. Patrick Kerr, born January 23rd, 1956 in Delaware. He is best known for Curb Your Enthusiasm, Domino, and ER. He's also on Seinfeld. He was on Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Yes. Surprise, surprise. I double checked because I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Now I'm curious with all the guest stars, would they like from Seinfeld. I'm keeping track. I think we did that in the first season. There was quite a few. There was. Yeah. yeah. We really should start paying be. attention to it. We really and should. Making a tally. Yeah. We really should. <laughs> See, but then yeah, we'll have well. to make a tally for every single guest star, and then they'll get a little star above it if they're on <laughs> Seinfeld, and then we can count up the stars, and then by the end of the series, we'll know. I know there's a lot. They had to have like the same casting agency, those two shows. Probably. It's too much of a coincidence. Um, yes, it was NBC. Yeah, that's probably yeah. why. There you go. Just going back and that. forth. I don't want to do that. But <laughs> I bet the network has extras and certain guest stars that they just go, yeah. okay, you're here, you're here. This is how we're going to keep you full time. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. They show up today be like, you're on Friends, you're on Seinfeld, you're on <laughs> Will and Grace. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but this guy, um, he basically plays the same character in every show he's in. He plays a weird, neurotic oddball. He does. Yeah. He plays it well. Familiar. Because he looks like a weird, <laughs> neurotic oddball. Um, so Monica says, great. The interviewer says, and if I want to call for a reference on your last job, Monica says, oh, that's her at the bottom. See the manager, Chandler Bing. Have either of you ever done this? Yes. She has, because they had them call me. And Andy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. How'd you answer it? Did you get a call? I did. Yeah. I talked to him. Um, can't remember what was said. I can't remember what job it was for. Yeah. I was working at the theater at the time, and I had to excuse myself and go into the uh, janitor closet to take this call. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, they're going to call you. He's <laughs> like, all right. But yeah. Yeah. Andy took a call for me too. So <laughs> you got to do what you got to do sometimes. When you so need a job, you need a job. Employers right. really do call your past employers. They do. Yeah. I think sometimes, sometimes they do. If they're like super picky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they aren't desperate. Yeah. Like yeah. nowadays. Like now. Yeah. They're going to be like, whatever. Yeah. You can start tomorrow. Yeah, sure. Pretty much. Um, okay. 
So the interviewer says, all right, let's see if you're as good in person as you are on paper. Make me a salad. <laughs> Monica says, a salad, really? I could do something a little more complicated if you like. The interviewer says, no, just a salad will be fine. Monica says, you got it. Interviewer says, now, I want you to tell me what you're doing while you're doing it. Monica says, all right, well, I'm tearing the lettuce. Interviewer says, uh-huh, is it dirty? Monica says, oh, no, 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 don't worry, I'm going to wash it. Interviewer says, don't, I like it dirty. Ew. Monica says, it's your call. Interviewer says, so, uh, what are you going to do next? She says, well, I thought I would cut up the tomatoes. Uh, he responds, are they uh, firm? Monica responds, they're all right. Then uh, he says, you sure they haven't gotten bad? You sure they're not very, very bad? Monica says, no, really, they're okay. Then he asks, you going to slice them up real nice? <laughs> Monica says, actually, I was going to do them Julienne. And the interviewer goes, uh. <laughs> I would have left a long time ago before she even did. Monica says, I'm out of here. And she leaves. Yeah, the food pervert. Um, so now we're back at Monica and Rachel's apartment. Chandler and Phoebe are sitting on the couch. Ross is sitting at the table and answers the phone. Ross says, hello. No, Rachel's not here right now. Can I take a message? All right. And how do we spell Casey? Is that like at the bat or and the sunshine band? He says, okay, bye-bye. Then he uh, takes a note, stands up. And he asks, hey, who's this Casey? Phoebe says, oh, some guy she met at the movies. Ross says, oh, really? What uh, was he want with her? Chandler says, well, I'm guessing he wants to do a little dance. You know, make a little love. Well, pretty much get down tonight. <laughs> Ross puts the message in the cupboard. And he says, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, two months ago. Rachel and I were like this close. Right now, what? I'm taking messages from some guy she, she meets at the movies. I mean, this Casey should be taking down my messages, you know, or or Rachel and I should be together and, and we should get some kind of message service. <laughs> and so here we are again. Ross all of a sudden is now obsessed. Jelly. Jelly to the max. Mm -hmm. Obsessed with Rachel. Once again. Once again. <sighs> um, Phoebe says, hang in there. It's going to happen. Ross says, what? Okay, how do you know that? Phoebe says, because she's your lobster. Chandler says, oh, she's going somewhere. Phoebe says, come on, guys. It's a known fact that lobsters fall in love and mate for life. You know what? You can actually see old lobster couples walking around their tank, you know, holding claws, like. <laughs> Which, I did a little bit of a deep dive. That is not true. Oh, I know. Yeah, not true at all. But it is now one of the most common friends' Halloween costumes. Yeah, mm -hmm. I can see that. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, they, they lobsters don't mate for life. They are monogamous. For like two weeks. <laughs> I like you for two weeks. Yeah. That's it. Then they move on. So Monica then enters from the bathroom. After taking a shower, Chandler says, hey, you feeling better? Monica says, yeah, I think that fifth shower got the interview off me. 
Phoebe says, so do you have any other possibilities? Monica says, oh, yeah, well, there's a possibility that I won't make rent. Ross says, Monica, if you want, I can lend you some money. Monica says, no, no, no. If I couldn't pay you back right away, then I'd feel guilty and tense every time I saw you. Ross says, oh, okay, well, then why don't you, uh, why don't you borrow it from mom and dad? You feel guilty and tense around them already. Might as well make some money off of them. Chandler says, you know, a man's got a point. And he gestures with his arm and the bracelet falls off. <laughs> Chandler does a lot of interesting arm acting in this episode to make sure the bracelet's seen. Mm-hmm. Do you notice that? It's really awkward sometimes. Or to make sometimes. sure that his sleeve falls. Yeah. So that it comes out. Because you'll notice him kind of shake it. Mm-hmm. Like when he goes to knock on the door later. Yeah. He shakes down his sleeve. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> So, yeah, the bracelet falls off. Phoebe asks, what's that sparkly thing? <laughs> Chandler says, that thing, it's, um, yeah, it's a little flashy. Ross says, no, 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 no. It's not flashy, not for a good fella. Monica says, man, that is sharp. Must have caught you, cost you quite a few doubloons. I'm guessing this bracelet cost a little bit of money, right? Nowadays, I don't know. I mean, I don't know bracelet costs, but nowadays I, I can totally see a lot of people wearing this bracelet. Sure, yeah, like dudes in general, in a little bit more of a dressed-up outfit. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I don't get why they make fun of this bracelet so much through the whole thing. Is it just the best friends thing, or is it the whole thing? I think it's the it's whole so thing. Flashy. It's it's gold and mm-hmm. flashy and sparkly. Now, sure, it's not something that Chandler would ever wear. But if Chandler just would have said, "Hey, it was a gift from Joey," you know, I don't I don't think they would have had that much of a problem with it personally. No, but because it's them, they have to make fun of everything that's just a little different or out of the norm. Yep, because that's just how they do. That's how most people do. That's how friends do. Yep. Um, so now go to another scene. Uh, we're back in Monica and Rachel's apartment. Monica answers the door and lets her parents in. They are carrying boxes. Uh, they greet each other. Monica says, so what's this? Mr. Geller says, some of your old stuff. Mrs. Geller says, well, sweetie, we have a surprise for you. We're turning your room into a gym. Monica says, wow, that is a surprise. Just one little question. Uh, why not Ross's room? Mr. Geller says, gosh, we talked about that, but your brother has so many science trophies and plaques and merit badges. Well, we didn't want to disturb them. Monica says, oh, God forbid. That's when Rachel enters with a laundry basket. Uh, Mr. Geller says, oh, hi, Rachel. Rachel says, hi. Ms. Geller says, oh, we're so sorry to hear about your parents splitting up, dear. Rachel says, oh, well, you know, they're just separated. So, you know, never know. We'll see. Mrs. Gell- or Mr. Geller says, well, I can't say any of us were surprised. Your parents have been unhappy ever since we've known them. Especially after that incident in Hawaii. I want to know what happened in Hawaii. I know. They never explain it. They <sighs> never say what it was. This is the only time that they mention a friendship between the two parents anyway. It's it true. makes sense, though, because I feel like it's like this community mm-hmm. of families... Where is it? Is it upstate or New Jersey? 
Long Island. Long Island. Long Island. Yeah. Yeah. So I think <coughs> it's just like, you know, like a little suburb community. Yeah. So kind of like neighbors. They're like, like yeah, we know yeah. who they are. They're over there, but yeah. they have a horrible marriage. They're the couple that everybody <laughs> gossips about. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like my best friend's parents and my parent knew each other. I wasn't, They weren't like friends, but they knew each other. Right? But I feel like they still know more of the adult behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. In like their own personal lives more than their kids do. Yeah. And then yeah. you hear it and it's just earth shattering. Yeah, for sure. Um, Rachel says, what incident? Mr. Geller says, uh, no, no, no. I must have been thinking of someone else. Uh, maybe me. <laughs> Don't you have some folding to do? Go fold, dear. Fold. You fold. <laughs> Shuffles her into a room. Um, so now we're at Central Park. Chandler and Phoebe are sitting on couches. A beautiful woman is looking at Chandler. Phoebe asks, do you want a refill? Chandler says, no, I'm all right. Thanks. Phoebe says, okay. Oh, okay. You got to give me a second. I want to get this just right. She sticks out her gut, clears her throat, and sniffs her nose. <laughs> then her best male voice, she says, dude, 11 o'clock, totally hot babe checking you out. Then she says, that was really good. I think I'm ready for my penis now. Um, Chandler looks. He walks over to the woman. He says, I know what you're thinking. Dave Thomas, founder of Wendy's. Nope. I don't think he looks like Dave Thomas. Not what I'm thinking. No. Thanks. No. Uh, the woman says, I'm Gail. That's when we get another guest star. Oh, wait. What happened? Oh, technical difficulty. Lou Thornton. Best known for New Nightmare, Friends, and On Edge. Oh, that's it. All right. Um, Chandler says, Chandler. And he waves his arm around, exposing the bracelet. This is one of those times where it seems like Matthew Perry had to work really hard to get the, the bracelet. Mm-hmm. Because all of a sudden his hand is flying up near his head and he's like, what What are you doing? Put your arm Put down. Put your hands down. Weird. Um, Gail says, I, I really have to be somewhere, but it was nice meeting you. Chandler says, what? And realizes it was the bracelet. He goes, oh, this is excellent. You know, he could have gotten me a VCR. He could have gotten me a set of golf clubs. But no, he has to get me the woman repeller. The eyesore from the Liberace house of crap. Phoebe says, it's not that bad. Chandler says, oh yeah, easy for you to say. You don't have to walk around sporting some reject from the Mr. T collection. That's when Joy walks in behind Chandler. Phoebe says, Chandler. Chandler says, I pay the fool who puts on my jewelry. I do. I do. I pay the fool that he turns and sees Joey. Hi. Hey, man. He says, we're just doing some uh, impressions over here. Do your Marcel Marceau. Joey turns around and Walks out without saying anything, and Chandler says, it's actually good. For those who don't know, Marcel Marceau is a famous mime. Mm -hmm. Famous French mime. So, I did know that. Yeah. I didn't. That's that joke. It's actually really good. Just look him up. Um, so, we're back at Central Park. Rachel is talking to a man at the counter. Ross and Phoebe are sitting on the couches. Ross says, would you look at that guy? I mean, how long has he been talking to her? It's like, back off, buddy. She's a waitress, not a geisha. <laughs> what is it? Too? What? I don't understand. <laughs> the comparison here. I won't get it. Um. Uh. Well, a geisha 
Is that what, is that what you're confused about? I know what a geisha is, but the, this doesn't like make sense. Okay. Why would you compare the two? Well, because a geisha also serves for a sec first. Okay. <laughs> there you it's go. It's like a whole meal and tea situation. I know, but mm. it's okay. <laughs> it's just a weird combination. Well, for me, keep in mind Ross has been to China. So you're right. He's gonna. That's true. Stick it in everywhere he can to say that he's been to China because Ross is that type of person. Fair enough. Um, Phoebe says I think she's okay. Ross uh, says as Rachel is laughing, puts a hand on the guy's shoulder, says, "Look at that! Look at that! She how she's pushing him away, and he won't budge." Oh. He says, all right, I'm going to do something. And he walks up in the middle of the conversation. He says, excuse me, are you Rachel? Rachel says, what? Ross says, I'm Ross Geller. What well, I'm God in your ad. You said you're pretty, but wow. Rachel says, what are you? What are you doing? Ross says, oh, oh, my God, is this the wrong day? I don't believe it. Uh, Well, hey, I guess it works out. We'll have something to tell the grandkids. And that's when the guy says, sure will. I've uh, I got to go. Take care. And this is Tom. I want to say Bone. Tom Bone. Tom Bone. B O H N. Kind of a cool name. Tom Bone. Tom Bone. Best known for Good Bones, Naked Gun, The Final Insult, and Younger. Yeah. There you go. So Tom Bone was in a show called Good Bones. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Interesting. <laughs> All right. Um. Ross says, okay, see you later. Nice meeting you. Then he turns to Rachel and says, you're welcome. Rachel says, what? Ross says, I was saving you. Rachel says, Sa- saving saving me from the pleasant conversation with the interesting man saving me. Ross says, oh, see, from where I was sitting, I." and then uh, Rachel interrupts him, says, okay, Ross, listen to me. I am not yours to save. Ross says, but you are. Hmm. Rachel says, "What?" Ross says, "Um, uh, well, you're, uh, you're, you're my lobster." Rachel says, "Okay, you know what? Are you being like the blind date guy again?" Ross says, "No, no, you're, uh, you're my lobster. See, um, lobsters, uh, in the tank, when they're old, uh, they get with, uh, they, they walk around holding the claws in the tank, you know, with, with the holding." And then he turns to Phoebe, says, "Uh, Phoebe, do you want to help me out here?" With the whole lobster thing. Phoebe says, do the claws again. <laughs> Ross says, Rach, okay, forget forget the lobsters, okay? We're let's talk. What about us? Rachel says, Ross, there is no us. Okay? Ross says, No, but Rachel says, No, listen to me. I fell for you and I get clobbered. You then fall for me, and again, somehow I get clobbered. I'm tired of being clobbered. You know, it's it's just not worth it. Ross says, well, but, but Rachel says, no, but Ross, we're never going to happen. Okay. Except that Ross says, except, except that what? Rachel says, no, no, accept that. Ross she says, still oh. enunciates the wrong word. <laughs> I did notice that. <laughs> except and accept. Yeah. Are 
two different words. One starts with A, one yes. starts with EX. Yes. She's saying except. She is saying it that way, yeah. This scene bugs me for that reason every time. So I'm going, <laughs> yeah, that's why he's confused. You're saying the wrong word. Yeah. Accept. 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 Yeah. <laughs> um, any other thoughts on this little exchange? Yeah. The ownership. <laughs> the entitlement. Yeah. I know. It's ridiculous. <sighs> um, yeah, Ross is um a lot of red flags going up here. Yeah. With with old Rossy boy. That was a if I can't have you, no one can yeah. move. I'm going to sabotage anything you try to have. You. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, to be fair, in later seasons, Rachel does do that too. She does. Yeah. They're both toxic people. They're both ick. Yeah. Anyway. So, we're now back at Chandler and Joey's apartment. Chandler is there. Joey enters. Chandler says, hey man, look, it's my best bud. How you doing? Joey doesn't respond. Says, wow. Yeah, really getting good at that Marcel Marceau thing. Hey, what do you say? Uh, we gotta play some ball, you and me, huh? What do you say? He throws a basketball to Joey. Joey doesn't move to catch it, and the ball takes out a lamp. Chandler says, "Okay, that's my bad." Joey then says, "If you hated the bracelet so much, Chandler, you should have just said so." Chandler says, "Well, doesn't the fact that I wore the bracelet, even though I hated it, say something about our friendship and how much it means to me?" Then Joey says, well, how about the fact that you insulted the bracelet and you made fun of me? Chandler says, okay, well, that's the part where I'm a wank. Which, <laughs> wank. again, very 90s thing. Um, but I was hoping we wouldn't focus on that part. Joey goes into his room and shuts the door. Chandler says, hey, come on, man. I said I was sorry like a hundred times. Did he, though? No. It was like twice. Yeah. Isn't this just when he's seeing Joey after that incident, right? I feel like Chandler's always a little bit unfair about Joey's feelings. Hmm. It's always kind of like how Ross and Rachel are, where he's like, okay, can we be done? Can you yeah. just get over it now? Yeah. So I know I did something wrong, but I said sorry, but so let's move on. But you should have understood that that's not what I wanted. Right. So you don't have a right to be throwing a fit, so can we be done? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I don't think it's fair, but... Um, and unlike Rachel, though, Joey, I don't think ever does that to Chandler, right? Mm-mm. As far as I know. No, nope. he always sits and listens to him. Yeah. Always sits and listens to everybody. Yeah. Joey's a good friend. Could he be the best friend? We'll see. We'll find out. We'll find out. Um, so he says, hey, come on, man. I said I was sorry like a hundred times. I promise I will take it. I will never take it off my. Then he notices the bracelet is missing from his wrist. And he says wrist. But if you want to stay in there, be mad. You know, you you just uh, you stay in there. He starts searching the room, lifting up the couch cushions. Then Joey comes out. He says, "You know what?" The then he sees Chandler on his knees holding the couch cushions. Chandler says, "I am here, on my knees, holding up these couch cushions as a symbol of my sorrow and regret." Much like they did in biblical times. <laughs> Though you may have his anger now. Joey returns to his room. 
So we're back at Monica and Rachel's apartment. Mr. and Mrs. Geller are watching tennis on TV. Monica's sitting at the table. Mr. Geller says, you know, that Steffi Graf has quite a tush. I'm just uh. saying, it's right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ross comes in and says, hey, guys. Mrs. Geller says, hi, darling. 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 Where's my grandson? You didn't bring him? Ross says, no, he's at uh, Carolyn Susan's today. Mr. Geller says, a woman in my office is a lesbian. I'm just saying. Thanks for that, Mr. Geller. Thanks. Thanks, Jack. Mrs. Geller says, oh, Jack, look, there's that house paint commercial that cracks you up. Then he laughs, and they both sit back down on the couch. Um, so Ross goes over to Monica. Monica says, where have you been? Ross says, emotional hell. Mm, yeah. That you caused. That you caused, yeah. Dumbass. <laughs> then he asks, so did they lend you the money yet? Monica says, no, but that's probably because I haven't asked them yet. Ross says, come on, Monica, do it. Says, hey, you guys, um, Monica has some news. Monica says, um, yeah, so uh, uh, listen, I'm sorry I didn't tell you this before, but uh, I'm no longer at my job. I had to leave it. Mrs. Geller says, why? Monica says, because they made me. And Mrs. Geller, very overdramatically. What are you going to do? Says, you were fired? <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, Mr. Geller says, Judy, Judy, relax. This is, our, this is our little harmonica we're talking about. We taught her well. 10% of your paycheck. Where does it go? In the bank. In the bank. <laughs> I would be Monica in this situation, Sames. by the way. Sames. Sames. I'm Ross. Are you? I should be more Ross in that situation. The, that's the only situation. I'm I should be more anyway. Ross. It's hard. Yeah. And dental work makes it that much harder. Yeah. But it's got my crown. Yeah. So that's nice. Um, Mr. Gather says, "There you go." So she dips into her savings. That's what it's there for. She's gonna be fine. And if you need a little extra, you know where to find it. He pulls a quarter from behind her ear. Monica says, anything larger back there? So we're back at Central Perk. Chandler and Phoebe enter. By the way, we've only heard one word from Gunther since he spoke. Yep. That's it. Chandler says, I can't believe it. Phoebe says, would you stop already? Get out of the bitter barn and play in the hay. Chandler says, oh, you're right. I should play in the hay. Forget about the fact that I just dropped $400 to replace a bracelet that I hated to begin with. Bring on the hay. And then he sits down at the bar. Rachel comes up from behind the bar and startles Chandler. Startles Chandler. She says, hey, I've got something that's going to make you happy. Guess what Gunther found? And he holds up the bracelet. Phoebe says, hey, now you have two. Chandler, Chandler looks annoyed. She says, oh, now you have two. two. <laughs> Chandler says, what am I going to do, huh? Joy walks in behind him. And this is another part where Chandler's standing very awkwardly. He's holding the one bracelet that Rachel handed him in his hand. And his other hand is out like this. <laughs> with the So he can see the other. Yeah. He looks like a cheerleader. Yeah, he looks like a cheerleader. It's funny. <laughs> um, Joey says, hey. Chandler says, hey. Joey says, how come you have two? Chandler says, well, this one's for you. Joey says, get out. Chandler says, no, I can't. No, no, listen. 
I know how much this means to you, and I also know that this is about more than just jewelry. Puts a bracelet on Joey. And he continues, it's about you and me and the fact that we're best buds. Joey says, wow, is this friendship? I think so. Check it out. We're bracelet buddies. Chandler says, that's That's what what they'll call us. (laughs) So, um, we're back in Monica and Rachel's apartment. Monica and Ross are standing in the kitchen. Ross is filling out a check. Ross says, here you go. You can pay me back whenever you like. Monica says, you have dinosaur checks? Ross says, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you get your money and you learn a little something. What's wrong with that? Monica says, nothing, nothing. Hey, you're a cheapasaurus. Rude. After literally just helping her with rent money. Nice, Monica. Um, um, where, where did I go? Oh, here we go. And she says, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Thank you. I'm very grateful. Phoebe standing in the living room with Chandler and Joey. She pulls a huge, huge quote unquote bathing suit out of a box. Says, Hey mom, what is this? Monica says, Oh, um, that was my bathing suit from high school. I was a little bigger then. Chandler says, oh, I thought that's what they used to cover Connecticut when it rained. Rude. Oh, this would be one of many, many times that Mm -hmm. they fat shame Monica. Many times. Um, Joey. She's the most rail thin out of all three of the women now. Yeah. Like when they go to the beach, I feel like you can see every single bone in her chest. chest. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Yeah, gross. Else. gross. Um, Joey pulls out a VCR tape and says, hey, Monica, what's on this videotape? Mon- Monica says, hey, you got me. Put it in. Um, so Ross says, as Rachel enters, they both say hi. Um, that's when they put in the tape. Mrs. Geller, clearly back from the what looks like the 80s, says, over here, Jack. Okay, I see Rachel's coming up the path. Uh, oh, doesn't she look pretty? Jack, get this. And Rachel enters with a huge, boop, boop, quote, unquote, huge nose. Rachel says, oh, my God. Joey says, what is with your nose? Rachel says, they had to reduce it because of my deviated septum. <laughs> it's only funny because that's what Jennifer Aniston's nose, like, legit used to look like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. She had the same reason why she got a nose job, too. Um, Chandler says, okay, I was wrong. That's what they use to cover Connecticut. (laughs) Monica says, you know what this is? This is us getting ready for prom. Rachel says, oh, excitedly. Ross says, you know what? You guys, we don't have to watch this. They all say, oh, yeah, we do. Come on. Mrs. Geller, then in the video says, get a shot of Monica. Where's, where's Monica? Monica says, over here, dad. He pans over. We see a torso taking up the whole screen. Mr. Geller says, wait, how do you zoom out? Zooms out and we see an ex- an extremely overweight Monica. No, not really. Eating a big sandwich. He says, there she is. And Joey says, some girl ate Monica. Monica says, shut up. The camera has 10 pounds. Then Chandler says, ah, so how many cameras are actually on you? <laughs> yeah, which I actually think is a funny joke. A good, it's a good line. So rude. It is rude, but it's, it's, rude. it's a good joke. 
Monica says, uh, Monica in the video says, oh, you look so great. Rachel says, uh, so do you. Beautiful. And they hug. Monica says, oops. Rachel says, what? Monica says, shoot, I think I got mayonnaise on you. Rachel says, oh, that's okay. It's just a so- shoulder. It's not my dress. Mr. Geller says, everybody smile. Monica says, oh, dad, turn it off. Mr. Geller says, it is off. Monica says, dad, it is not. What's with the red light? He says, it's the off light, right, Ross? And he pans over to see Ross with an afro and a mustache. Which Joey says, looking good, Mr. Carter. His hair still looks wet. It does. (laughs) Oddly enough, it does, even though he has an afro. Yeah. Um... Ross, uh, 80s Ross, says, you look pretty tonight to Rachel. Rachel says, oh, thanks. So uh, what are you going to do this summer? Ross says, oh, you know, I'm just going to hang out, work on my music. Uh, Rachel says, as the shoulders of her dress keep falling off her shoulders, says, my hook unhooked? These things keep falling down. Ross says, uh, uh, hold, let me, let me see. I don't know. So what are you going to do? And that's when the doorbell rings. This scene is weird because Monica's and Ross's dad keeps filming this. Like, he's technically, he's the one filming. Like, this little private conversation between the two, and he's got a camera, like, right there. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. It's really weird. Um, so that's when the doorbell rings. Rachel says, oh, the guys are here. And Ross continues his sentence by saying this summer. Chandler looks at him and says, work on your music. That's when we see Ross sitting on the stairs with a laptop keyboard playing Axel F. Rachel says, oh, my God, look, there's Roy Gublik. Monica says, you know, Roy saw Star Wars 317 times. His name was in the paper. Uh, Rachel in the video says, where's Chip? Why isn't he here yet? Roy says, he'll be here, okay? Take a chill pill. That's we get another guest star alert. Michael Bauer. Mm-hmm. Mm, born in California, February 12th, 1975. So he would have been two when Star Wars came out. Yeah. Yet he saw it 314 times. Okay. Best known for Salute Your Shorts, Dude, Where's My Car? Evolution and Grand Theft Auto. Donkey Lips. It was Donkey Lips and Salute Your Shorts. That was his name. Donkey Lips. He does a lot of voice acting for like video games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um so um oh I got that wrong. It says Chip pins Monica. No, it's not Chip. It's Roy. Roy pins Monica's corsage on. Monica then turns and whispers to Rachel. Monica says, uh, I just told Rachel that Roy touched my boob. (laughs) (laughs) My boob. Boob. Uh, 80s Rachel says, I can't go to my own prom without a date. I can't. It's too late. Monica says, if you're not going, then I don't want to go either. That's when Roy says, I'm going to kick Chip's ass. ass. (laughs) Which is apparently one of Ashton's favorite lines. I just saw that. Yeah. Hey, thanks for the comment, by the way. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. Um, Mrs. Geller, to Ross on the stairs, says, I have a wonderful idea. You should take Ross, Ross, you <laughs> should take Rachel to the prom. Ross says, huh, doubtful. Mrs. Geller says, Jack, give me that. Talk to your son. So that's when 
Mrs. Geller takes the camera and still continues to point it right at Ross while they have this little conversation. Weird. Weird. Uh, so Mr. Geller says, your mom's right. Take her. You can wear my tux. Ross says, Dad, she won't want to go with me. Mr. Keller, Mr. Geller says, of course she would. You're a college man. Ross says, I don't know. Mr. Geller says, well, come on. Don't you want to find out? Then we look over at Rachel. And she says, I can't believe I don't get to go to my own prom. This is so harsh. harsh. <laughs> Ross says, okay, hold my board. Mr. Geller says, attaboy. And Ross scrambles upstairs to change. I and- love when he trips. Yeah. <laughs> and then it like pans into slow motion, though. It goes into slow motion. Mm-hmm. I noticed that. Mm-hmm. It's funny. And then when you see the TV that they're actually looking at, it's black. There's nothing playing on the TV. Yeah, why is it going to slow motion? That's a good question. It's weird. And it's always plagued my mind. Yeah. Um, so Ross scrambles up the stairs to change. Um, uh, current Ross says, okay, you guys, you know, I think we've seen enough. Let's turn it off. They all say, no, 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 no. Ross says, okay, fine. Well, I'm not going to watch, all right? So 80s Jack says, come on, kid, let's go. Uh, Miss Geller says, uh, aren't. Are you handsome? Mr. Mr. Geller says, let's show him. Ross says, uh, just a sec, Dad. And he says to himself, okay, be cool. Just be cool. Walks down the stairs and grabs the flowers out of the vase on the end table. He says, okay, Dad. Then Mr. Geller goes downstairs saying, Rachel, ready or not, here comes your knight in shining. And goes, oh, no. Chip has shown up and the four are leaving. Rachel, Monica, Roy, and Chip all say bye. Mrs. Geller says, oh, dear, Jack, how do I turn this off? He says, press the button. She says, which button? Which button? Jack, Mr. Geller, the button, the button. And that's when it turns off. The whole time, Judy is just pointing it right at Ross. Sad, solemn Ross, just pointing the camera at him the whole time. Trying to figure out how to shut it off. Monica looks at him and says, I can't believe you did that. You can't? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, can't ya? Yeah, yeah. Ross says, yeah, well. Rachel, seeing what he did for her, gets up, walks across the room, and kisses Ross. Because that'll make up for everything. Okay. Then Phoebe says, see? He's her lobster. (laughs) All right. So that's when we get to the closing credits. Uh, Monica, we're back at Monica and Rachel's apartment. Everybody's gone, but Monica's watching the rest of the tape on the couch eating some ice cream. Um, Mrs. Geller says, dance with him. Monica says, Mom, I'm hungry. Mrs. Geller says, dance with your father. Mr. Geller says, I may not know any of your flash dances because, you know, 80s. But I'm no slouch on the dance floor. Monica says, all right. And that's when the tape cuts to what's clearly Monica's parents under the covers doing all sorts of unspeakable things. You know, getting freaky. Yep. Uh, And that's when Monica gets visibly upset and uh, leaves. And that's pretty much the episode. Yep. Um. Good episode, classic episode. Of course, is when we get you know 
the beginning of this relationship, Ross and Rachel's relationship as it is. We get the lobster, all kinds of good stuff in this episode. It's a good one. It's a good one. So, let's get to the worst and the best, shall we? So, we'll do the worst first. Ross is still the worst. Yeah. He is. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking either Ross or Chandler. Yep. It was a toss-up between the two. Mm-hmm. But that's okay, because my best vote is Joey. Same. Yes, I I would agree with that. So we get one from each storyline. Yep. Yep. Joey dropped, let's see, 812, like 13, 12, 1300 bucks. Which to... then, now, is like 2200 Yeah, yeah. You know, to... Show Chandler's appreciation, what he did to him or for him, and Chandler and just mm, yeah. Chandler about it. Very yeah. Chandler. Very Chandler. All right. Um. Any other thoughts, feelings, comments on this episode? No. It was a good one, though. I think we have a lot more to say as we progress through Ross and Rachel's relationship. Absolutely. Just, just toxicity and red flags abound but that's fine we'll get into it um and then uh maybe not maybe not next week but soon uh we're gonna talk about season two episode 15 the one where ross and rachel you know um but until then if you like this podcast make sure to like it subscribe to it share it around uh, also, leave a review, leave a comment, all that good stuff. You know what to do. You don't have to tell you. But until then, remember, we'll be there for you, and we'll be there for us too. Bye. Later.